Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it. Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. Sarah Fraser show. Um, could you subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts? Love you for that. Um, every time that you subscribe, it helps my podcast, and you guys have been amazing in supporting me, whether it's on my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the Sarah Fraser show, or if it's frequenting our sponsors. The way too that you can help grow this show is by subscribing to it on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You just go there, you search Sarah Fraser show, boop, hit subscribe and leave me a review. I would love that. The Sarah Fraser Show has been downloaded more than 5 million times, and why don't we go for 10 million? I mean, you know what? We're all ambitious people that listen to this show. I would absolutely appreciate it. Go to Apple Podcasts today, hit subscribe, and leave me a review. On today's episode, Girl Why? Girl Why? Anyway, Girl Why Podcast is, I'm obsessed with the name, Girl Why? I just, I like saying that. Can you tell? Anyway, uh, Vanessa and Terry are two co-workers who work together for years, and they're also Bravo and reality obsessed, aren't we all? I mean, and especially now through the pandemic. Is there a reality show I don't love? Oh, God. Is there a documentary I haven't seen? No. And on tomorrow's show, I have so many deep dives into documentaries and little Nas X's bloody-filled Nike shoes. So you have to tune into that. Vanessa and Terry started Girl Why Podcast about a year ago, and they're growing and climbing the charts with their quick and funny and witty Bravo takes, with their deep dives, and so much more. So today on the show, we talk all things Bravo, what's happening with Real Housewives of New York, new scandal and drama with Tinsley Mortimer, 
And then we also talk, they are now obsessed with Welcome to Plathville and Married at First Sight on TLC. I dropped a nugget last week. I have heard and have confirmation from, well, checking online really, um, that they're filming season three, which I really feel is absolutely happening. I feel like when I talked to Ethan and Olivia, which is up on my YouTube, it was pretty obvious the way that they left the show. They'll be doing a season three, which will most likely be dropping November 2021. So the women give their hot take on that. And also um, they're obsessed with true crime. If you love true crime, you know, you know my mixed bag about true crime, but the women are, and including uh, it, it's like their whole thing, like one of them is actually living out a crazy true crime kind of divorce situation. So we'll get into all that. All right, here's our Girl Why podcast. All right, we're here with my girls. I enjoyed being on this podcast so much. Girl Why, I, 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 I kind of, every time I say it, I have to put like some spin on it. Girl Why podcast. Why, Yes, Sarah, with why? attitude, girl. Girl Why. Girl Why. <laughs> They were literally just saying that this morning in Clubhouse. It's like, girl, why? Are you guys on Clubhouse? What do you What do you think? It's growing on me. Thanks to you. Oh, oh, did I? Yes, that's right. I invited you You guys. I have no memory because now I have a child. Like I'm growing this kid. It's taken my brains. I I can't fucking remember anything. I I brought a napkin over here because I just was eating ketchup and French fries and. (laughs) I forgot the napkin. I had to lick my fingers off before you guys came on because I didn't have time to go get a napkin. I'm This is real life, girl. And I'm if you could see me, I'm sweating so much. Oh, you poor thing. You look fabulous. You look <sighs> yeah, amazing. Considering you're about ready to go, like and pop, you look amazing. Well, I have no mind, and if I have huge pit, pit stains when this is done, you know, sorry. So I got you can tell you're having a boy though. You look beautiful. The girl has will take all that beauty. <laughs> people say that to me. See, I do not get offended when people I, like. I want people to ask me questions that they don't that they're afraid to ask. Like I, cause I feel that way about other people. Like I hate the bullshit, you know, let's like cut through all the bullshit and ask what we really mm-hmm. want to ask, you know, in a polite way. And if I offended you, I'm sorry. I like real. I fucking hate now that everybody has to dance around and all the co- the correct language. I, I, I don't have time. I don't, I hardly have a brain, let alone coming up with the PC <laughs> comments, you know? I hardly have a brain. It's like, so I just like to put it out there and uh, people say that to me all the time. They're like, yeah, you're having a boy because he had because your face is not messed up. Yeah, your you face is flawless. Like you don't even have a pimple, girl. Wow. It, no, it looks like you got your makeup professionally done just for us. Yeah, like you got airbrush done this morning just for I Girl Why. Oh my God. Okay, uh, Girl Why, everybody needs to download this podcast. I like this show. I like these two women. Uh, Vanessa and Terry are here. You guys had me on your show last Thursday, and it was so, m- I had so much fun. And I got to tell you, not all podcasts that I go on, I the hosts, some suck. You guys actually know what you're doing. You really do. Well, thank you. <laughs> you have good personality. We try. Fake it till you make it is our motto. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you have good chemistry together, and we'll get into why you have good chemistry. But first, now you got me on Clubhouse. So that's right. Terry, I know I sent you a Clubhouse invite. And then, mm-hmm. Vanessa, were you already on? Yeah, I was. We had to do it for like something else. I was already on, but I hadn't like really like done anything. And then you, right after we recorded that same day, or maybe the next day, I don't remember, you had like a, no, it was the next day because it was my Kardashian premiere. So I couldn't be yes. there the whole way through. Um, but you had like a whole thing and it was really great. And I've actually really liked it, but I'm kind of a nerd, as Terry would say, because I like talk radio and stuff. That's why I like podcasts. So. I kind of, it's growing on me a little bit and I'm making a lot of connections. I feel like I've met a lot of cool people. 
I know. It's, it is. I like it. And then I also think, will Clubhouse exist post-pandemic? Because it works because now we're all home. We're on it all the time. But the minute that we can go outside, although you guys are in Florida, you can go outside yeah. all the time. I'm like, is Clubhouse still going to exist? I We were I, talking about that yesterday um, with David Yontif. And David thinks no. Know. He thinks no. I can't decide. I can't decide. David and I have this conversation too. Shout out to David Yontif and Behind the Velvet Rope. He's, yes, we love you. He's so funny to me. He's my favorite. Hilarious. He Hilarious. kills me every day. Um, but that's a whole nother story. But I, I have to ch- pick and choose the rooms that I go into on Clubhouse because I actually went in one last night and it was a debate about having kids or not having kids. And one of the people- I that- saw you were in there. I didn't go in. Oh my God, Vanessa, you would have needed a major drink. One of the women came up to, on stage and she said she wasn't sure she could have a kid because she wasn't able to ask the fetus if it wanted to be born. I said, I have to oh my get, gosh. I have to get the fuck out. I have, to, no. I have to get the fuck out. That's when you leave. I think I would delete the whole fucking app. I'm going to go off and lose my entire career. I mean, I, I am going, yes, for real. She went on for like three minutes. They gave Look at my face. I'm like, Yep. Like, that I was really asked that. A general question and concern is should we be bringing children into this world if you haven't even, if you don't have the ability to ask them if they want to be born? Oh my God. It's amazing how the oh universe God. could um, substantiate and keep going with people of, of such um, brilliance. Am you I, know? Am I the only one? I'm surprised I, it just, just die there. When I go into these. I would have just told her, you should not have kids. You, please you, don't. you particularly should not have. That's what I would have told that woman. I was ready. I was raising. <laughs> when you're hand. asking questions like that, I can't. You can't be raising the future leaders of the world. Okay, please no. don't. I was raising my hand, but you know they preface everything as, oh, you know everything's open here, no judgment zone. I thought, okay, where's the room where we can make a judgment zone? Because this, yeah, is I'm fucking, fucking, I'm nuts. fucking judging. <laughs> and it's like, how can you fake it? You're like, uh, no. Nah. Yeah, that was a legit three minute discussion. And then people at the end were like, thank you so much, Tiffany. Like that was really thought provoking. I'm like, oh, honestly, sometimes I feel like in this country, we do not have enough problems. Like we really don't like it's so like we don't. I just think when you go into rooms like that, you're like, wow. Okay, do we really have any problems? Because we're inventing them now. Seriously. My mind is blown. I I can't. I I Anyway, that's like, and I, I thought we were in a controversial group because I texted her and I was like, wow, was he like throwing shade? Because this guy was like, you know how people say I'm done speaking? Yes. So I guess he got like cut off like mid sentence. So he's like, as I was saying, and then like says what he was saying. And then he's like, I'm done speaking now. I've been in so many. I was like, yes. And they (laughs) always, you have to end it with, I'm Sarah and I'm done speaking. Like that's, I know it's, yeah, it's serious. It was shady though. It was shady. So I had to ask her, like, was that shade or is it just me? No. Yeah, it was shade. I've been in rooms like that, too. I talked, I was in a room where, like, these two women were getting really heated over the comedian Chris D'Elia. I don't know if you guys follow. Remember Chris D'Elia was, like, DMing underage girls. He's now being sued. He's not, I don't, I don't, okay, this is, like, a whole other, because I'm really into comedy. Whole other room. These two women were arguing about if he should ever perform at comedy clubs again, if he's never actually charged. Anyway, one woman got done, and then she berated, I was actually one of the moderators, she berated all of us moderators for not sticking up for her enough against the woman that was arguing i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh people are no these people are ridiculous were we supposed to cut i would be like i'm pregnant i'm growing a life i don't like like i'm pregnant i'm doing enough 
I drop that now all the time. It's the greatest excuse ever. It's the greatest. Like it gets me out of everything. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, we I'm saw pregnant. when you dropped it on the on the last oh, one. Oh yeah, said, pregnant. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta turn really, on. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. Sarah, thanks. <laughs> Actually, David, yeah. I'm leaving the room to you. I was like, oh, I gotta go too. Bye. <laughs> That's right. You guys were in the. I was like, okay, I've been out here an hour and a half. Two Bye, hours David. have gone by. <laughs> All y'all showed up late. I was on time. Just saying. I gotta go lay down. Bye. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Look, you got. You guys have a fantastic podcast, the Girl Why Podcast. Great name. What? How? How old is the show? When did you start? It'll be one year old in on April twentieth. I believe is our one year anniversary. So it's still pretty new. It's very new still. And you, of course, like all of us, you love Bravo. You love reality TV. What else do you two talk about on your show? Um, we like to dive into specific topics sometimes, like relationships. I'm married. She's single. So we'll talk about her dating world, her Tinder and Hinge fails. Um, pretty much anything. Like anything that's, you know, that we find interesting, shopping, you know, just anything I, with I the just pand- pandemic. Notes of ridiculous shit that happens like day by day. Like she I have this conspiracy uh, because I'm pissed off. Okay. <laughs> I'm pissed off at Home Depot because I think they exploit old people so that they don't have to help people out to their carts when you have like concrete or sod. Like I had a cart full of shit and I didn't bring gloves. Okay. And they send an 85 year old man with no gloves and shaky arthritis hands to help me to my car. I was like, never mind. I got it. I, I got it. <laughs> What? Oh, my God. That is true. That is completely like they just send out the old people to the point you get like you're like, all right, I'll just do it myself. And I watch all these able bodied young men and women just walk right past. And I don't blame them. I do the same thing if I worked at Home Depot. But like, don't send out old Uncle Ed. (laughs) Right. And by the way, Home Depot, I hear, actually is good to work for. Like they give you full benefits. They pay. I actually think they pay pretty well, like over $15 an hour. So the fact that they're like trying to stick you with this old guy, I actually think Google this, like Home Depot is actually supposed to be good to work for. Like Costco, Costco is another good one. Costco. (laughs) Yeah. Costco like treats their people really well too. I've heard. They pay, they even pay a dollar extra on Sunday. Thank you, Costco. Now, Terry, how, what's it been like dating during the pandemic? Uh, well, if I could actually like, hold a conversation. I hate small talk. I'm a horrible dater. Like to the point where people will be like, wow, good talk. And I'm like, oh shit. That was like a month ago. Fuck. (laughs) Sorry. I was watching TV, I guess. I don't know. So I can't, I'm I'm horrible. And you guys are based out of Florida. You're in Florida. It must, Mm. a a dating in Florida, I mean, must be epic. Like uh, the people that you must come across. I mean, you can't even make it up. Everyone's a Mm -hmm. killer in my eyes. (laughs) Are they, like, do, they, do a lot of people on Tinder in Florida look like killers? Like, do they look like 48 hours? They're starring? In Terry's oh. world, everybody's the killer. <laughs> Everybody. She watches, she's like, you know, crime queen over here. We talked about it on ours a little bit. Like, we all, and I love crime junkie and all that. And I love crime shows and everything. But Terry literally thinks everybody that drives by her house is the possible killer. So, be careful. Oh, <laughs> no, I grew up watching Dateline. That I shit's know. like engraved in my brain. Like. 48 hours dateline like everybody's a killer i don't know be extra safe i guess yeah and it doesn't bring you comfort because almost 95 percent of the time the killer is either like the husband the boyfriend or someone they date yeah so it is it is kind of hard or it's a family member usually you know see that brings me comfort yeah. i'm like okay well 
you know, my chances of being murdered are low now. I get, I don't think my husband will kill me, but you know, <laughs> I guess he might want to. Hopefully not. But then again, when you watch Snapped and these couples have been married for like 27 oh years and all of a sudden they kill him. Well, I look at my husband and I'm like, listen, honey, I'll kill you first. <laughs> or murder for hire. That's a good one too. Oh, yeah. you, you see these in-laws putting hits out. Fucking crazy. I know. And actually Scott it's Peterson did up. murder his pregnant wife. So I guess it is possible. That was oh yeah, Terry. What's your favorite true crime? Like, what's your favorite true crime story ever of all time? Mm. Uh, my life, basically. <laughs> my yeah, Terry's got mom. her own stuff. Trust did your me. ex try to kill you? Um, basically, I have a restraining order on him and his mother. What? Okay, so you almost lived through a murder for hire plot. Did the mom try to like take a hit oh. out? Well, basic. Okay, so this the is cop, so juicy. Like, calls me. The cop calls me and he's like, hey, I just wanted to make sure that you're going to go to the court hearing tomorrow to get the restraining order in place. And I was like, well, I was I really wasn't going to go like I'm going to make sure it's in place on my ex. But like, do I really have to get it on his mom. He's like, you need to go. I was like, why? He's like, we pulled her. We pulled her over yesterday when she was because she has no license. And she had two empty suitcases in her car and 12 gallons of bleach, girl. I was like, yeah, I'll be there in the morning. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How fucking mm-hmm. long ago was this? A quick pause for one of our sponsors, Horizon Fibroids. I love Dr. Will. He's a good friend. And also, if you have fibroids, which so many of my girlfriends do, you need to know your options. Have you ever heard of uterine fibroid embolization? Of course you haven't. You want to know why? Because it is this best kept secret, a 20 plus year non-surgical procedure that can end up curing and resolving your fibroids. Of course, that's not for everyone. You have to check with Dr. Will at horizonfibroids.com. But the uterine fibroid embolization is low downtime surgery, and your OBGYN may not even know about it because regular OBs do not perform this type of surgery. If you have ever battled fibroids in the past or you think you might have one, you definitely owe it to yourself to go see Dr. Will at Horizon Fibroids. They accept almost all insurance, and the best part is you can go to his website, horizonfibroids.com, click on consultation, you fill out all their info, all your info, and then his office staff will actually work with you to make sure that you're covered by insurance before you come in. Make your appointment today. Go to horizonfibroids.com. Like this five minutes like, ago, it feels like, but it's, what, yeah, a year it, now? It, it, yeah, it's been Maybe a year. Even longer. And you're back after, okay, yeah, yeah, like a, a, no That's wonder. why I don't respond. I was going to say, no wonder you're not dating. <laughs> okay, that must have been But terrifying. it's like the nightmare that keeps on giving. It never really, truly goes away. Like, it never dies. When you're dealing dies. with these kind of crazies, like, they're always lurking. I'll give her that. Like, they're always lurking. Just when you think things get calm, you're like, what the fuck? And where did you come from? <laughs> so even with the restraining order, has the ex left you alone and the mom or they or he'll still pop up? Um, it took a, a very long time. I Knock on wood. I have not. Yeah. Well, I actually I got like a letter. five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I got a letter from her lawyer. Um, she's trying to appeal the restraining order that's already up and ended. Like... Okay, and I, I got like I think saying like I missed a court hearing or whatever. I was like, I am I am not doing this. I anyway, wow. it never dies, never dies. Do you guys talk a lot about this on your show? You you should do a spinoff show on true crime. I mean, that's like your storyline. Not that it's a good one, but I mean, it's it's your story. <laughs> we have talked always about her. lurking. Oh, yeah, she's always waiting. About it. Yeah, yeah, she's a disbarred lawyer, so like you know. Okay. Oh, it's okay. a mess, Sarah. A mess. Okay. Mess. So they're, and they're kind of those people that are like, I get it. We can't talk too much about it because they're like smart enough. Like, it's not like they're like stupid, you know, um, 
Yeah, like you just like met a bar fly and he's like a mess and so is his mom. It's like they're smart enough that you you need to be worried. Okay, we're moving on. That's why yeah. I say allegedly. <sighs> allegedly. Or, yeah. Good, good Might idea. have happened. I don't know. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Just like someone allegedly tried to create a fake Girl Wide podcast. I mean, a mess, Sarah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're they're too scary. Uh-uh. Um, Terry, what about you? Yeah. You're married. How long have you been married? No, me, Vanessa, I'm married. Vanessa, I have sorry. been married. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I have been married it'll be four years in September. Okay. But we have been together a total of 10 years. 10 years total. All right. What's the biggest fight that you guys have in your marriage? Um, You know, currently, we I think we're finally, like, coasting a little bit. So currently, we haven't really had any big fights. I mean, minus, like, dumb little shit. Like, I hate the shows he watches. He likes cars. He's a car guy. So it's, like, car stuff. But honestly, like, I we have reached a point... And I don't know if it's going to last forever because trust me, we used to have our blowout fights like back in the day, but we're finally just like coasting and it's, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, eh, whatever. It's because she whoops that ass. You yeah. And I also gonna, contributed to my meds. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Isn't it funny with marriages? I wish people knew that. It's almost like the first four or five years are the worst. It's really when I say to Schman all the time, I miss our drunk fights. Like when we used to drink and then like we'd fight like about absolutely nothing. I mean, we'd fight about his friend's car being stolen. Like, you know, and I would be like, your, your friend deserved it. And he'd be like, how can you say that? And we'd just like, go, like how are we fighting over this? Like I said to him the other day, don't you miss our random dr- drunk like day fights and he's like no I actually don't I'm like oh okay well yeah no I see I was gonna say I don't miss them I love where we're at now where it's like literally we're just coasting and I'm just hoping to keep riding this wave for however long because it's really freaking nice it, but doesn't oh, it and take it takes a while it's great for the friends too because he caters like literally he get us a vodka soda he's right there with a little bed nap under it He's DJing, songs are playing in the back. I'm like, yes, why would I ever go out when I could just sit here with you guys? Oh, you sound like you have a man like mine, too. I mean, he's such a good guy. He does so much for me. He is. He's a really good guy. Oh, you're so lucky. I agree. The small fights, I I don't miss them. But I I feel like people need to know that. It does take a long time in a relationship to, like, almost get over that. And then you get to that peaceful place. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we've been together 10 years. And like I said, I'm not saying that it has all been... You know, this coast. This is probably, I would say, in the last two years we've been coasting, you know, really nicely. But prior to that, oh, we've had our our fair share. No, Schman and I are the same way. We've been together eight years. And I feel like the past two or three have been the best. And, like, before that, we would break up. We'd get back together. Like, I'd have sex with other people. I mean, it was just, like, it was just, it was (laughs) truly a soap opera. So it's, like, so nice now that we have all the, yeah, it's been the best in the past, like, two or three years. And we just, like, yeah, you just get along. It's really easy now. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it's a good place to be. It's a good place to be if you're in a long-term relationship relationship in my opinion absolutely good to hear though it takes a decade people need to really fucking get that it's a decade <laughs> yeah you gotta put that work in y'all you gotta put You're that work there. in ain't shit free in life almost no. there um so ladies you actually had worked together right in a corporate setting before you started girl Y podcast yes yes it's great okay what type of job like what it, you don't have to say the name of the company but what like what field? We would never say the name. We would never give them any clout because we hated it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it was automotive sales. We worked in the marketing department together. So we would travel together. We would do uh, convention shows together. Um, she worked on a different team as me, but we pretty much did the same shit and still somehow always managed to kind of work together. Yeah, like we were, there was like a tiny wall, but I could like hear her breathe. We sat very close. <laughs> 
So you guys kind of hit it off from the start. And then you did you both leave that job or did either one of you still work there? No, we, neither one of us are, st- are there anymore. We both left. I left before her. She left a few months after me. Um, we started the podcast while we were both still there, though. Um, and then I was like, okay, done with this chapter of my life, moving on. Plus, the pandemic had hit. Um, and then she kind of did the same thing. And she's like, done with this chapter. We've kind of just decided we were going to take the rest of the year off and really just like go full steam ahead in the podcast. And that's pretty much what we've done. Oh my God. And so that's how you guys already have like built in chemistry. You all haven't had to have like that kind of six years of working together. Yeah. So you don't have the weird transition. A lot of people have when they decide to have a co-host partner and and learning, you know, you already had a a rapport. Our weird transition was, I think the first time we went to Vegas together on a work trip and I woke up with her tits and her vagina out and it was like, okay, I guess we're going to be friends now. I've seen it all, Terry. Thanks. This is a great trip. Wow, Terry. No, was that on the strip? I mean, no pun intended, you know, because, but I no, guess. No, I, I, like I you was just 22 years old and I just, I got naked and I was eating this burger and I felt like I was eating this burger for hours and ended up just You took one out. bite. It, yeah, I felt like I was just eating and eating and eating and I just fell asleep and was, yeah, butt ass naked. I woke up to like lettuce defense, and ketchup and tits and like. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is this? And what is wrong with this girl? And people in Vegas don't care, right? Was this like in a hotel room or were you out in public? Because like, it wouldn't matter. It was, this is a hotel room, but this is a work trip. Our first yeah. work trip together. But this is why it's fucked up. Because all the guys got their own room, but they would make the women share. So mm-hmm. best believe Vanessa like put, pitched a fit about seeing my ketchup covered titties. So we never had to share again. I said, no more. I need privacy. <laughs> I'm a grown woman. I don't believe you. Oh, my God. Yeah, girl. Real bad. So, and then after yeah, that, you got like, okay, to like take it. a stand for what's right. You really do. <laughs> and you guys asked me this when I was on your show. How You were like, hey, you guys, because I, I, I know I said it, like I burned through um, co-hosts like cigarettes. How do you guys like yeah. being co-hosts? Because it, it, it is a whole different dynamic when you step into kind of like a business, like together. Um, For me, I think it works and we can answer separately. For me, it works. One, I, I know Terry's, how Terry works. It's really easy. When Terry is focused, she's going to fucking kill it. When Terry is not in the mood, I just don't bother with her. And I say, let me know when you're back in the mood kind of thing. So I know what I'm dealing with her and vice versa. She knows that about me. I'm a Gemini all day long. So I have my moods where I'm like, not in the freaking mood go jump off a cliff kind of things. I think we've learned to just kind of deal with each other. But at the same sense, there are things that she is really good at. Like, I think I even said it last week, like when it comes to like the merch and certain things, I know I can give that to her. I have nothing to worry about and vice versa. Like she knows she can give me things. I just think that we both kind of just balance each other is my opinion. Like I could not do it without her. (laughs) I hate editing. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, 
food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. I'm not going to do it. I don't like to listen to the sound of my own fucking voice. So I'll do website all day. She doesn't like to do that. So it kind of (laughs) works. Yeah, I just think we we balance each other really well, is my opinion. Like, I could not do it without her. I don't. I give kudos to someone like you. We talk about it all the time. I don't know how you guys do it by yourself. A lot yourself. of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I always tell I people. I know you have a team and you have help, thank goodness. But, like, it's a lot of work between social media and, you know, recording and editing and getting guests and keeping your calendar. I mean, it's a lot of work. I don't think people – I know why I didn't realize when we said, oh, let's do a podcast. Like, I didn't think – any way far like as far as we are now like how much work it was gonna be Uh, people message me all the time and they're like i'm starting a podcast like can you send me like your equipment list and all this stuff and i'm like i'm happy to do that but before i do that do you realize how much i just want you to know this is it's a tremendous amount of work you are not going to make any Mm -hmm. money to start it is a complete grind like do you want to do this because i'm not spending i'm not sending you all this stuff for you to never launch because it's like it's true or like how we how she always says like you can tell the people that like when they get started they're like pumped and they follow you and they're like you know follow my podcast blah blah and then she always says oh i can tell their dreams died because like they you don't say anything else like they're gone because i think they realize like honey this is it is harder than a full-time job like i work on this stuff morning noon and night like even last night i forgot to make a teaser for the episode for this where i'm like making a teaser really quick it's it doesn't stop like it, it never, does not stop it never stops um obviously you all love pop culture like i do so i want your opinions on yes. some some stories that are trending uh this past week we saw the trailer for season 13 of real housewives of new york it'll be out may 4th but the big drama was that bethany frankel announced showed off her million dollar engagement ring do you think bethany did that to basically upstage the trailer. I do. I think in in their line of work, you have to make calculated moves to stay relevant. And that's what I think she did, in my opinion. What do you think, Terry? She's good at it. But, like, I, I mentioned this yesterday. Like, she had a boyfriend that, like, passed away of an overdose. And I just feel like nobody talks about it. And oh. it was in 2018. It wasn't that long ago. Like, it's like... It never happened at all. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. You're right. Dennis. Wasn't his name Dennis? I believe so. I believe so. Terry's obsessed with this. Well, no, I'm not. Like, I just remember, like, it was, like, a huge thing. And, like, nobody ever talked about it again. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't even realize she was still married because now she's just now divorced and she's engaged already again. It's a lot. I just don't know how she could do it where she it took almost nine years to get a divorce and you're going to be engaged already. Like, I, I can't. No way. Yeah. D- damn. Like, I, Yeah. Dennis Shields death. You know what? You're right. It's like we completely 2018. forgot about that. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but at one point when she was when Bethany was on Housewives, how many times prior has she been engaged? Like even way before Jason. We I, talked about that a little bit yesterday. A like, lot. Yeah. Or she, I don't know about the engagement so much, but she's had a lot of boyfriends. We know that much. 
The woman is I guess addicted. She to responds dick. to people on Tinder, I guess. Like I, I I can't even like get past, hey, how are you? And I'm like two months later. I don't know. You're right. You would think it would have I been got- traumatic, but she just hops right back in the saddle. It doesn't matter what happens to him. You would think I- even an eight-year divorce with Jason Hoppy would give you serious pause for men, and she's right back in the saddle. <laughs> That's a part that actually baffles me more than her putting it out with the trailer. Like I can get past that. I don't understand how she just literally just got divorced. It took that long and you're ready to do it all over again. Just like that. Oh no, girl. Bye. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> like, um, yeah, no, keep going. Were you going to say something? No, don't, no, no don't people like, like to be alone? Like, don't people value their alone time and being at peace? I don't know, take a bath, like, take a shower? Terry and I like, are don't... only children, so we are really good <laughs> at being alone. Like, we say we were built for this pandemic. Like, oh, we don't fuck, need all yeah. this. Like, so maybe we just don't get it because, like, me and Terry love being alone. I <laughs> crank my car just to make sure it still drives because that's how long it sits in the fucking driveway. Like, I'm, I'm good. And it's, I have nowhere to be. We all know the heartbreak of breaking up and getting back together and the dating scene, right? You think with her, like, you've been through so many heartaches. Like, wouldn't you want to, like, really do some soul searching on yourself before you just jump Take back in? Take a breath. In? Crazy. She might have, like, a, a shell for her heart at this point. Like, I, a really just... I agree. She's numb. She is numb. numb. And there are people that are serial daters. They can't be alone. They have to have somebody. So she could very well just be that type where she can't stand not having a boyfriend. Talk to me about Tinsley Mortimer and Scott. Scott put out a statement this week basically talking about his relationship, which you guys, I actually don't have the statement. I haven't read it. What What is his side? Okay, quick break for one of our sponsors, Inside the Vault. Love these guys. If you and your company are thinking, hey, all right, it's time now to reassess in the pandemic what direction we're heading in. And I'm talking like if you have an e-commerce business, a nonprofit, maybe you work for a big business, you're thinking, God, we got to work on our social media. We got to work on um, how we can be attracting more customers online. Well, at Vault Lab, that's where you can find them on Instagram. Or you can go to their website, which is even better because it gives a lot more details. Go to insidethevault.com. You want to subscribe to their mailing list because they always are giving tips on how you can grow your business or you can hire them for a personal consultation. The team over at Vault Lab, whose digital marketing and social media work involved more than 100 celebs in 2020 and whose campaigns have involved Starbucks, the United Nations, Prince Williams Foundation, Leo DiCaprio, and more. They even received a shout out from my girl, Oprah. Were you silent or silenced? Well, they're now launching this in new company, which is already established inside the vault to help small businesses build back better than ever in 2021. You want to take advantage of their great rates and their knowledge. They've got an amazing team. Visit them today, insidethevault.com. Tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. So here, let me, I do have it because we actually talked about it yesterday on, uh, with David. Um, so from what I've gathered, obviously for those that don't know, she was on Real Housewives of New York for four seasons. And she, as we all know, she left New York to go move to Chicago to be with the guy, Scott, who is not that attractive as we talked about earlier. Don't get me started. Um, I, Scott to me is like, uh, he looks- A little grimy. Oh my God. I mean, honestly, he looks greasy. like a dirty load of laundry. He does. And he just, it's like- you know what I mean? He's like a, like a skin, dirty dish rag. Oh, God. Like so his initial statement was, initially, he gave a statement to people where he said, after 14 months of engagement, 
Tinsley and I have ended our relationship and we have been living independently for the last few months. This was an incredibly difficult decision, but it is one that I believe is best for both of us. I will always care about Tinsley and I sincerely wish her happiness and success and all that she does in the future. So that was his first statement. And then I think where things have kind of taken a turn is Tinsley has come out and said and spoken saying that she was completely blindsided by this breakup and is just like beside herself and just totally wrapped over it. So he came back out and he said, <coughs> oh, let's see. She was, bear with me. What did he say? Here he goes. He goes, it is disappointing that during this emotional time for both of us, Tinsley is mischaracterizing the circumstances of our breakup, which happened about happened months ago. Um, he said he wishes nothing for the best for Tinsley and is seeking to recover emotionally and move on. So he doesn't, he's saying that she shouldn't be as wrecked as she's claiming to be. This happened forever ago and move on. She's claiming to be completely, you know, Distraught. heart, exactly destroyed, heartbroken, all of the above. I don't know. Either way, I do feel bad for the girl. The girl picked up, left her show, moved to Chicago, did rounds of IVF treatment to try to have a baby with you at 40 plus years old. And then you're just going to dump her. Uh, You suck, Scott. I know. (laughs) Honest to God, it is. Yeah, I'm so over him anyway. I never thought they were a good couple. I thought she was way above him. And I I just I can't even imagine being with him. To me, he's the next Tom Girardi. He's such a scam artist. Like, (laughs) who the fuck is getting his coupons? Like, I'm sorry. I I just uh, don't get me. I think she can do better. I just feel bad for like everything she's had to go through. Like, and, you know, the whole public side of it. That part sucks. 100%. 100%. Yeah, now, it's like embarrassing, especially after like, because she kind of fucked over her castmates and it was like a big deal because she just kind of dipped. Yeah. So she's mm-hmm. never going to be welcome back now. And that was like her gig. So she fucked it over for a man that was a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. And they all yeah. told her that on the way out. And she was like, fuck all of you. I love Scott. We were yeah. all like, yeah. girl, anybody. David said yesterday, he's like, I don't know, Dorinda's clapping her hands though. I was like, I know that's right. <laughs> now, okay, when I was on your show last week, I ended up turning you guys on to Welcome to Plathville and Ooh. Married at First Sight. Give me Ooh. your reactions. Now, you guys, so you guys had never watched the show, Welcome to Plathville, two seasons, Married at First Sight. I got on board late too. They're on their, like, their 12th. So I've watched Married at First Sight since the very beginning. I was just, I had kind of fallen off a little bit because it kind of got, you know, after like, I think Chicago was like my last favorite, favorite season. Um, but I was very familiar with Married at First Sight. Plathville, girl, what? Yeah. What the hell? I, I, you go I first. <laughs> it, no. Oh, we caught like up all watching, the way. It's like watching aliens. I, I try to communicate. And like, at first I'm like, you know what? I kind of want like a man that just knows nothing. He doesn't oh, know no, shit no. about fuck. And then I was like, actually, no, I changed my mind. I would literally beat his ass. Like the scene where they're they're in the kitchen and she's trying to work and he's like completely useless and he doesn't know how to pour like, I don't know, pancake mix into a pan. And then he's like, oh, oh, sorry, you don't know. <laughs> I was like, no, I beat it. I beat his ass. I know. So I think I think the mom I can't stand her. I think she's a bitch. Like what she's done to this whole family and these kids, I'm sorry. And comment me if you want to, but I, I do not agree with it. I understand that kids need structure and certain things, but like these kids, like they even, when they even come back and it's actually kind of sad, they have no high school diploma. They, I mean, they're starting from scratch. I mean, you really screw these kids over. Okay. And in my opinion, that's not right as a parent and that shouldn't be allowed. Like, I'm sorry. That's your job to make sure that they get, 
properly fed, properly educated, blah, 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 whatever. I can deal with like the diets and the no, but I mean, it's not my thing. Like, I think a kid should try at least one Coke, maybe at what, maybe at and their 13th birthday yeah. comes around. I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying put it in the baby's bottle, but like, <laughs> it's just like, it's a little bit much for me. And like, what I really can't stand about it, the part that really just boils my blood is they went out and partied and lived their best life is what yeah. it sounds like when they were young and doing their best life. And now all of a sudden it's like they walk on water. And you know, know. you know what I mean? And I can't stand people like that because you're just fake. Yeah, it's I tell everybody the realest reality show to me right now on television is Welcome to Plathville. I feel like it is completely their fucking crazy lives. Like, I don't think the producers have to do any. I mean, I'm sure they oh, do no. some staging of some stuff, but I think overall you're talking to Kim and Barry who that's yeah. They're complete contradictory people, uh, comp- almost like narcissistic or sociopaths, and, and yeah. almost two people right. together that like heighten the narcissism. It's yes. like they feed yes. each other. So I, it is my favorite show. I, I just, I'm, I'm just glad to see that Mariah and Micah get out and. Thank God that they were able to. And then obviously Ethan and Olivia are getting as far away as they can, it seems like. And I don't blame her or him or them. Um, And I kind of hope the same for the other kids in the sense of kids need to explore to a degree, too. I understand keeping, you know, your kids safe and things like that. But like I said, what I I personally think it's a disservice what they've done to their children. Yeah. Oh, my God. 100 percent. And then they're oddly Kim and Barry are oddly obsessed with Micah and Mariah's like modeling career. I mean, they're Kim is oddly stalking them yet. Yeah. And she's like, my daughter's going to be a singer and blah, blah, blah. And it. Yeah, I, and I can't stand her. And I don't know why she's not in someone's prison for killing the baby. And I will be the if I don't care if anyone. Oh my doesn't god, say I know, it. right? I was okay. Wait, wait, okay. wait. She accidentally ran over the child, though. You can't be in jail for that. I know, no, but, but I'm just okay. saying. It makes no. It bothers me though. She talks about it with no emotion. And well, that's what bothers me. But that's what I, that's where I feel like they are perfect, like narcissists for television. Because anybody who would talk about that would completely be like so emotional. Break down. It, Her if, kids cry more about it than she does. Like the siblings right. cry little literal tears more than she does. She's so like flat about it. It's just like I had to rewind it. I was like, wait, um, did I miss something? Like the wait the. What the fuck? Like she ran over her baby and she's literally like, yes, it was a horrible accident. And <laughs> I know the worst. They are the, but I am going to keep watching them. I'm hook girl. You got, yeah, I literally, we like binge I'm in like two days. I think it was season three I filming could, now. I'm I could ready. Think, I could think about my dog dying and shed more tears than that is all I'm saying. Like it, it's kind of disturbing. <laughs> you guys are like, I love it. You guys are like heartless. You're like, she should be in jail for that shit. <laughs> It's wow. just because I don't like her. I don't yeah, like her. Um, ladies, I, you know, I enjoyed being on your show so much. And I, I just, I think your podcast is great. I think you guys have a great dynamic together. Um, how often and when do you release podcast episodes? We currently release every Wednesday and Thursdays. Wednesdays, we do a spill and sip with David Yantif uh, from Behind the Velvet Rope. So that's literally, if you're into any tea pop culture, that is your show every Wednesday. And then on Thursdays, we release our episodes where it's either just Terry and I or guests like Sarah um, and fun stuff like that. So twice a week and it airs at midnight every night. So as soon as midnight hits, it's there for you. Oh my God. Love it. You guys, personally, where can people follow you on social media? Your, Your social handles? Where do you want people to find you? 
Girl Wide Podcast for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Girl Wide Podcast. That's where we're at. Okay, I love it. I'll see you on Clubhouse. Um, definitely join the kids or not to have children. Um, you know, yeah. Oh, I'm a little scared for that one, but we'll see. <laughs> we're at the point in our society where the fetus needs to give consent. That's where we're Whew. at, you know? Is it's there bad. a group, though, for Married at First Sight where I can just, like, talk shit to Chris? I actually had heard um, that Chris popped into a Married at First Sight group on there. I think there's a woman... Okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be. You know, there's no baby, right? You heard that part, right? Well, wait, so the miscarriage is a lie? Or I'm not going to say that, but there is going to be no baby, which is what I thought from the very beginning of when the pregnancy was announced. That's just my personal opinion. I just had to throw that out there. No, they came out, Chris came out and and posted the, um, the hospital bracelet said that she'd had a miscarriage at 10 weeks. There's no baby. Yeah. I've actually heard Chris has popped into married at first sight rooms on clubhouse. Brave. That's brave. I, he's another narcissist. I don't think he cares. Do you? I don't. I don't think. Absolutely not. He toys with everyone's emotion. I don't think he gives a fuck. I think he's like, and I think he's he genuinely wants to know what people are saying about him, like good or bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't like him from the jump, honestly, because I cannot stand people that mumble. <laughs> it bothers me. And he he literally looks directly into the carpet. And he's like, like I have to put on fucking closed caption to hear what he's fucking saying. It's insane. Speak up. No, like, well, well, I don't think he dares to. I mean, he doesn't have anything good to say because he's just correct. like from woman to woman. So I don't think he dares speak. So if he mumbles, it's like. Huh, he went to Bible study with no Bible. He didn't even have a scripture. My favorite is that people always say he's the only preacher who made no money. Like, I mean, and it is it is kind of funny because now there's actually a, I don't know if you guys saw this. There's an Instagram dedicated to um, just preachers, like $5,000 shoes and all their luxury items. It's I'm dead. Uh, yeah, I'm dead. no, it is. And I'm like, and these preachers make, I mean, they're people you've never even heard of. They're all Oh, I know the about the preach world and what, oh, I know. Like not myself personally. I'm not, I, I preach girl why that's it. But um, <laughs> yes, send me that link on, I want to check that out. Oh send me the God. link on that. I have got to, wait, hold on. I want to, um, l- let me find it because I need to, because everybody listening now is going to want to know like what it is. Yeah, we need that. Um, it's called Preachers and Sneakers. And creatures and sneakers. And it is just, no, it is Instagram. Yeah. The Lord works in mysterious colorways and it's basically all about, wait, do I have the right one? I think this is just all about showing all these preachers who buy ridiculously expensive. Oh yeah. Like this one in Givenchy. I love it. Oh, I'm going to be resharing this. Okay. Hold on. Damn. My pastor didn't wear that at church. Uh, yeah. Preachers well, and sneakers. Yes. I think he shopped at Kohl's. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Walmart. Over 100,000 followers already. And it shows Damn. Seattle uh, pastor who I've never heard of, Judah Smith's $3,600 Gucci jacket. Dallas, pa- Dallas pastor T.D. Jakes, who, of course, we all know, with his $1,250 Louboutin fanny pack. Uh, I mean, can you believe who the fuck gives these? I'm like so done giving my. Oh, I'm not that. surprised. Like I said, we can do another show on that one time. If you oh guys want to do it later on, but yeah, it does not surprise me. I know personally people who are pastors and it's things like, like Joel, that. And Joel, um, Joel Olstein. So what's 
Yes. I love my husband hates him and he, and I I actually enjoy Paul um Joel's uh podcast so much. Like I love the motivational talk, but my husband makes fun of him all the time about how, you know, when when the Houston floods came, he locked all the doors. Yeah. He wasn't letting yeah. anyone yeah. in. Yeah. We were literally, me and my husband were just talking about that. And he, he gives me cult vibes. He lives in a Very 12. Culty. Yeah. He, and a huge mansion, million dollar, multi The guy has done nothing but profit off of Jesus. Yes. Yes. And Lovely. then they, they pass around the plate and then they want my dollars. I, 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 I have no dollars to give. Now they do text. You can tithe with the church by texting just at your house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Special. <laughs> All right, Girl Wide Podcast. Love you, ladies. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Bye. Love you. This was so much fun. Us. Talk to you soon.